happens in time and space. These are stories of the future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents... Because of athlete's foot. 
We didn't even give him a decent excuse for dying. We just gave him chicken pox. And uh, get hold of yourself. You didn't see those bodies, Captain. I know. It must have been a shock. Uh, you need a rest. A little relaxation. The Martians are dead. There's nothing you can do about that now. Hey, you hear that? The Martians are all dead. Uh, uh, Come on. I just want to make a little uh, 
They built this city thousands of years ago. And now where are they? How do they die? Who cares? It's dead. That's good enough for me. Lord Byron. What? Lord Byron, a 19th century poet. He wrote a poem that fits this city. Might have been written by the last Martian poet. So we'll go no more roving so late into the night. Though the heart be still as loving, though the moon be still as bright. For the sword outwears its sheath, and the soul outwears its breath. And the heart must pause to breathe, and love itself must rest. Though the night was made for loving, and the day returns too soon, yet we'll go no more a-roving by the light of the moon. Without a word, the earth then stood in the center of the city. It was a clear night. There was not a sound except the music of the wind. At their feet lay a pile of quartz worked into the shapes of ancient animals and images. They stood there, silvered by the double moons beneath the crystal towers of Mars. And then Biggs was sick, and the sour stench of liquor filled the cool air. The men of Earth had come to Mars. And Spender turned and walked away into the city, alone in the moonlight, never once stopping to look back. It was a morning that might have been a Monday, or a Tuesday, or any day on Mars. Biggs was on the canal rim, his feet hung down in the cool water soaking, while he took the sun in his face. Hey, what are you doing back here, Biggs? Didn't you do it with the search party? Yeah. I come back. I had a blister. Oh, yeah. Here. What do you mean? Look. Look, Jackie. See that? Anyway, I had enough searching. Four days hunting for that screwball spender. Didn't find him yet, huh? Oh, uh, good riddance. Oh, my feet. I'm going to soak him in the canal. You can come. 
Come with me, Cherokee. You're an Indian. You know how the Martians could feel. You can be with me in this. You killed me. You just, you just killed me. You deserved it. You're crazy. Maybe I am. But you can come with me. Come with you for what? Go on, get out of here, crazy murderer. Of all of them, I thought you'd understand. I thought you'd remember what happened to your own people. Get out of here, you crazy murderer. You told me that I got my... Issue pistols, rifles, and grenades. Yes, sir. And you'd better get the Bible out of the navigation shaft, please. At the very least, too. That part till you start digging a grave. Hmm? How about Spender? We'll have to go up in the hills and find him. Just let me at him with my bare hands, that crazy murdering loud. Oh, no, Parkhill. Man is sick. He must be. Pick my eye. That's enough. Now grab a shovel and start digging. Spender saw the thin dust rising in the valley. And he knew the pursuit was beginning. The sun burned farther up the sky, and the blue sand drifted lazily across the sea bottom below. He sat beside a quiet pool ten thousand years old, and held a silver book. Through the house played the strange wind music of ancient love. He heard voices whispering in mind. I hear you. I've always heard you. Even down there on earth. No, I won't run. What's the use? Live, what for? To see them stare down your temples and put up hot dog's hands? They see me now. They know I'm up here. They're wilder now. I've got them right in my sight. He hasn't ordered them to use grenades. They could lob one right up here and blow me to bits. And maybe the captain thinks I'm too nice to be blown to bits. He wants my death to be clean. Just one bullet hole in me, nothing messy. And why? Because he understands me. The only one of the who ever did. Well, at least I can do the same for him. Just one bullet in his head and my clean death. All I have to do is pull the trigger gun White House floor. 
You know, you haven't acted very civilized yourself. Today. I'll kill you all off, Wilder. That'll delay the next rocket five years, and then I'll kill them, too. And if I'm lucky, I'll live to be 60. And I'll meet every expedition that lands on Mars. Oh, I'll be very friendly. I'll explain our rocket blew up one day. And then I'll kill them off. I'll save Mars for half a century. And by then, maybe the Earth people will give up. And yet you're outnumbered. We already have you surrounded. In an hour, you'll be dead. I found an underground passage that'll take me back in the hills, Father. I'll go back there. And then I'll pick you off one by one. We'll see. Nice town you've got here, Sandy. Beautiful. I'd like to live here. You can. Join me. Do not like them. Why go back to them, Captain? I'll show you what a good life these people had. I'll ball. No, there's too much earth blood in me. I may even agree with you about all this. But that does not change what I must do. You won't stay? No. This is your last chance, Bender. Look, you Now come along with me, quiet. No. One last thing. If you win, do me a favor. Try to see that they don't tear this planet apart. Right. You can help. Just think of me as a very crazy fellow who went to surf one summer day. Be easier on you that way. Now I think that over. So long, Stender. Bye, Captain. and then running on the hot hillside places where there would be sudden cool grottoes that smelled of moss and sudden open blasting places that smelled of sun or stone. The men ran and ducked and ran and squatted in the shadows. Captain Wilder hugged the rock worn by the sun. He gasped, for the air was thin and not meant for running. Spender lay at the top of the hill and a gap in the rock showed the white of his shirt against the shadows. Wilder looked at the towers of a little clean Martian village, like sharply carved chess pieces lying in the afternoon. He saw the rocks, and the interval between, where Spender's chest was revealed. Go on, Spender, get out. We've only got a few seconds to escape. Go on, get out of the cave. Come back later. Let go now. I've got the wind
be still as loving, and the moon be still as bright. Though the night was made for loving, and the day returned too soon, yet we'll go no more roving by the light of the moon. Next afternoon, Parkhill did some target practice in one of the dead cities, shooting out the crystal windows and blowing the tops off the fragile towers. Captain Wilder caught Parkhill and nearly knocked his teeth out. just heard X-1, presented by the National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine.